0: everyone wow 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 you guys we are really here i'm starting this podcast i'm starting this whole journey with all of you guys i know i've been talking about it for such a long time and i'm also posting all these promos and everybody's like oh my god i can't wait to hear it and you guys are hyping me the fuck up and i love each and one of you guys for doing that because this is such a crazy journey for me to go into but it's definitely something that i really want to work on and really want to have something about myself that i get to kind of like showcase for all of you and stuff like that but you know We're here. We're finally here. This is the day that I finally get to air this first episode of Are You Fucking Serious? Because, guys, shit is always happening to me, to my friends, to people around me. Like, there's never a dull moment. There's never a moment where we're kind of like, you cannot be making this shit up. For this first episode, I'm not going to really deep dive into any certain topics. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of exclusiveness of what I want to talk about um, for each episode, but I kind of wanted to make this just more of a rambling episode where I just kind of give you guys a little bit of like who I am, what I do. And um, I should probably start with my name. <laughs> so um, my name is Caesar. I will be your host, but I will be having guests on this bro- broadcast on this podcast because um. I think it's really exciting when I get to have conversations with people and they get to share their stories with me and all all of you and, like, share their experiences. And, like, it's just so much fun. And, like, the energy is there. The banter is there. So I always wanted to have a podcast where I would have, like, a co-host but you know right now we're doing it alone maybe in the future i will have one and if you're out there you're hearing this and you want to do this with me like please let me know but um yeah so i'm just really excited to have people on here because you guys i know i'm not the only one with stories i know i'm not the only one that goes through a lot of shit so i cannot wait to hear what all of you guys have to say um i'm also going to be sharing a lot about myself and like my journey with so many different things because i know guys we're living in dark times and it's not easy to get up every morning and like feel like the day is going to be so beautiful and so amazing but you know why the day is how you make it and guys i know that it doesn't get any easier as we get older trust me i am going through a lot but i am trying i really am i'm trying i'm trying my hardest just like i know all of you guys are trying your hardest i mean we're also living through a pandemic Guys, we're coming up three years. I think maybe I don't know how to count. I don't know. But we are still in pandemic. And for some reason, things just aren't getting better. Like, wow, for a short little time, people were wearing wearing masks. And we thought maybe like we can have a new normal. Maybe things could be better than they were before and like we're just more careful with our surroundings and stuff like that and if we you know we're getting that itch in our throat or a cough or a fever stay home don't go out stop mingling with people i swear fomo is real but so <laughs> so are these cases guys so are these fucking cases but um yeah, and not only that, but, like, now there's um, that monkey poxing going around and so many other things just happening that it's kind of like, are we fucking going to get out of this at some point? Or, like, should we just call it quits? Because I don't know what to do. None of us really know what to do. We're getting told one thing and then getting told another, and it's just going back and forth, and we're just so fucking tired of it. And, guys, like, working out with mask, it's fucking hard. I feel like I'm either out of breath, or really overweight and i don't know which one it is so and not only that but you break out a lot and it's i know they're uncomfortable but you guys i would just wear a mask just for your own safety because like i said things are just going all over the place we don't know if we're gonna get out of this anytime now cases are starting to go back up again this monkey pox was just detected in la and we're all kind of like oof because well it's also like mosquito season they have all of these symptoms for like what monkeypox can be. And like, I was bitten by a mosquito the other day and I was so scared. I was like, Oh my God, am I feeling a fever? Do I have an itch in my throat? Like, what is this bump? This and that. No guys, it was just a mosquito. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So guys, we just really need to take care of ourselves. Um, do whatever we can to take care of everyone else because, you know, our health is very important, but if we're out here knowing, knowing that we have something like COVID or something and we don't give a shit about spreading it everywhere else. Like that's fucked up. You're a fucked up person. So don't do that. Wear your mask, stay home, take care of yourself first before everyone else. I feel like I just went backwards, whatever. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> um, I'm also going to be talking about so many different topics. Like my favorite thing to talk about right now is relationships um how to be single and happy you guys i feel like everyone right now wants to be in a relationship and that's not bad that's not bad that's beautiful that's amazing and i'm so 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 like supportive of what everybody else does because it doesn't affect my life so you know kudos to you like props to you if you're out here doing that and just you know really enjoying your relationship but i just feel like everybody wants to be in a relationship but they don't want to work for one. And what am I? What I mean about all of that is that people don't want to date. They'll ask you your favorite color and be like, "Okay, do you want to go out? Do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend?" Like, they'll just go straight to like, "Let's just say that we're together and let's have sex and that's it." But they don't want to do the work to get to that place. And I personally, I want to do the work. I want to get to know someone. I want to know what they're all about. I want them to know what I'm all about. I want them to just. To really get to know me. I really... When I meet someone, I really want them to know who I am, what I'm all about. And, like, share some, I don't know, bonding experiences and stuff like that. Because, guys, like, we just can't be jumping into relationships. Now, Now, if it works for you and if it's been working for you, great. Like, props to you. But like I, for me personally, like, I need to really get to know someone before I could even be like, yeah, we're dating. Um, and so, right now, I'm actually just enjoying being single. I'm really out here just, like, finding myself, and I know that sounds so cliche, but you guys, for someone like me who has struggled with, like, my own mental health and, like, codependency and trying to be independent and not dependent and, like, a lot of childhood trauma and, like, all these unhealing traumas that I carry, um... Being single has been one of the most beautiful journeys for me. I feel like I no longer need someone so I can feel valid and seen. I feel like what uh, what I think others can do for me, I can actually do for myself 10 times better and I can really show up for myself. And you know what, guys? Like, when it comes to sex, like, yes, you can go on Grindr all these other apps and, like, find your hookups and stuff like that, but that's just a scary world that I don't want to go back to. So, you know... I do what I can with myself, and I love it, and I love being by myself, and I like enjoying my alone time. With my therapy journey, I have found that being alone and being lonely are two different things. So I'm no longer feeling like I'm lonely. I love actually being alone. I love being able to shop by myself. Starting to take myself out to like dinners and lunches. I'm going to be going to the movies by myself soon. And I'm so excited for that. I'm also very nervous because I've never done that. But I know that it's going to be a beautiful experience for me to experience regardless. I'm also um, doing hikes alone. I'm going for walks. I'm working out by myself sometimes. Um, I do have my gym partner. But sometimes sometimes I do work out by myself and I just feel so like empowered to be alone. And, you know, so I'm doing all these things that I feel like normally I would want someone with me. And it's a game changer. I feel so much better. I feel so like a breath of fresh air, guys. It feels really good. It feels amazing. It's a beautiful energy and thing to experience because you're no longer feeling like you're lonely. You just know that you're by yourself and that's fine. And being single and happy is a beautiful thing, too, because you're no longer looking for validation from anybody else but yourself. Now, relationships are beautiful when you know how to take care of them, when you know how to do the maintenance work for them, when you know how to really show up for yourself, but also for your partner. It really takes two to tango and it takes two to, for you to both do the work because if one person's doing 80% of the work and the other person's only doing 20% of the work, it's not going to really work out and it's going to end up really ugly. There's going to be a lot of resentment. There's going to be a lot of like, annoyance, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. And that's the last thing that you guys want to experience. So really, really just strive to work for those relationships and really just setting those boundaries if needed, but also just communication because communication and comprehension go hand in hand. You can't do one without the other guys. Um, I'm also going to be talking about open relationships because you guys, it is 2022 and apparently a lot of you love being in open relationships and I am all here for it for you guys for you guys because I cannot do that. And now 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 before any of you try to come for me, it's not because I'm insecure and I won't and I don't know how to share it with my partner. It's because I don't wanna share my partner. And I would hope that they wouldn't want to share me either because that's just That is a different world. And if I want to be with one person, I want to be with one person. If I want to have sex with one person, I just want to have sex with that one person. I just want to... I'm a one-person type of person (laughs) because I feel like I just love to share my love with that person. And when I'm with someone, I'm all about them. Obviously, I'm all about myself too. But if I invite them into my world and my space, I just want them to be in it. I don't want a third, a fourth, a fifth... I don't want anybody else. It's just that person. That's that. And we're good to go. Um, But I know that so many people like to open their relationships because it might help them in different aspects of their relationship. And that's normal. That's fine. But that's all you guys. And I'm here to support it. It's just something that doesn't... It's not for me. Just to put it uh, clear, it's just, it's not for me. It's just not what I like. I just... If I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, I just expect to be in it with them and not the whole city. And I'm not saying that being in an open relationship is like slutty or disgusting or anything. I actually live for it. And want to see and hear stories from people that I know that are in it, I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys are living your best life. I love this. I love this. My preference is just I just want to be in a relationship with one person. And that's it. And that's fine. That is so fine. And that's cool and uh But more power to those who are able to do open relationships, because I know that you have to be mentally strong for that. You really do. But I know that it's fun. So, you know, more power to all of you guys. I also want to talk about situationships because that is something that I've constantly dealt with. Um, I felt like we were growing strong and things were going to happen and titles were going to be given. And then you are ghosted for the rest of your life and or it just doesn't work out because the other person decides like hey like i don't want to do this anymore i still want to continue dating other people and you're just not the one for me and i don't really care to explain any more of it so bye see a delete my number or block me on instagram well let's block each other and then just unblock each other and like each other's pictures again no guys we're not doing that but um situationships are just situations Where both of you guys are just, like, fucking around or you're doing, like, wifey shit or he's doing, like, hubby shit and stuff like that. And you know what? For some people, it works. For others, it doesn't. For me, it doesn't work because if we are doing stuff that I feel like should have a title and you don't want to give it to me, I will definitely go find it somewhere else. And you can deal with your own self because I don't need to be in this situation. So, yeah. We're going to be talking a lot about that because I feel like I know a lot of my friends who have dealt with it. And so I feel like their stories might be a lot interesting than mine. Um, But yeah, those are some stuff that I want to talk about. I also want to talk about friendships because guys, I am all about friendships, creating them and just being in them because I love that. I love my friends. When I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of support from my family Of because of who I am granted I didn't come out until I was like 21 or 22 but I always knew I was gay since I was little I was very different I was very like I used to play with dolls I used to do a lot of things that people would consider like yeah your son is gay you know he's playing with dolls he is wearing the color pink and stuff like that I mean this was like ages ago obviously but he's doing all these things that kind of indicate that you know he plays for the other team and so I didn't really have a lot of support from my Parents, um, didn't have a good relationship with my dad. Obviously that's something that's very common within our communities, right? Um, unless you're very lucky, which is beautiful. But I grew up really always looking forward to seeing my friends because they always showed me love, they always showed me support, they showed me like a family unit that I felt I never had. So it was like my chosen family. So that's why I value friendships so much. And, you know, when I lose a friend, it hurts. It really does hurt a lot because I feel like I invest so much time, love and energy. And I just hate seeing it go away and like never, you know, coming back up for air and stuff like that. So Um, I want to talk about friendships because it's also very hard to create friendships when you're an adult because everyone is just so busy they're on their own time and guys we are on borrowed time one day one freaking day we're gonna leave this earth and stuff like that and we all want to make sure that we're all fulfilled and stuff so I get it I completely understand but it's just so hard to make adult friendships because one either they think that you're doing too much or like They already have their own circle of friends and you're just an outsider and they don't really want to do the work to get to know you. Or two, they think you want to fuck them. And a lot of that is shown in the gay community. I feel like every time I try to make a new gay friend, they constantly think that I'm trying to hook up with them. And that's not true. That is nothing of the sort. I'm always very honest with my intentions. I always say and do what I mean. Um, and when I say I just want to be friends, that's exactly what I mean. I don't want anything else. Nothing else is going to happen. We're not crossing any boundaries over here, guys. We're going to respect them. So yeah, so it's just, it's so hard to create those friendships and, um, but they're doable. They're, everyone can do it. Everyone can make those friendships. It's just time, work, and energy that needs to be invested. in. if it's there, great. If it's not, then we just keep it pushing and hope for the best. And that's also fine what else i also want to talk about the do's and don'ts of friendship because one you should never ever and i mean ever try to fuck over your friends don't try to be dishonest with them don't lie to them don't try to be disloyal everything comes to the surface at some point i'm very intuitive i really am observing with a lot of people and my surroundings just because that's always how I've been as a kid. So I see everything. It's giving pretty little liars. I'm literally A. <laughs> but no, guys, I am very observant and very intuitive. And I know when someone's doing something or saying something that I know isn't right and that it's hurting me. But I just wait until, like, you know, how the right time for me to address the situation. Because I'm not about to make a fool out of anybody or say anything to her anyone in front of, like, everyone's present like I try to wait when we're alone or when the time is right but I just don't like people that lie especially the ones that lie to my face because that's just fucking scary I love loyal people but you know what you can be loyal but you can be loyal but you can also not be honest they don't always go hand in hand and I don't know what's going on yeah but but yeah like I want to talk about the do's and don'ts of friendships how to respect your friendships how to show up for them and stuff like that because I feel like so many people just think that it's a one-way street. No, guys, there are two roads. Choose which one you want to be on. I also want to talk about showing up for yourself, self-love, self-care, um, and healing your inner child, healing your traumas. Like I said, I have so many, but I'm healing. You know, I'm in this journey. Things are never going to be stagnant. Things are always going to be up and down and all around, guys. But the whole purpose is that if you really want to see change, you'll start to do it. And that is something that I'm doing. I'm healing. I'm going to therapy. I'm practicing a lot of self-love, a lot of words of affirmation, a lot of coping skills that I've been given that I've learned throughout the years. I'm doing the damn thing because I want to feel better. I want to get better. And I want to just be able to show up for myself the way I show up for others because it's very important. I do so much for everybody else. Why am I not doing the same for myself? Why am I not showing the same energy? So yeah, guys, we're going to be doing a lot of that stuff. It's going to be fun to talk about deep conversations and connecting with people and like learning about what they're all about and, you know, just sharing each other's energy and creating this beautiful bond and this beautiful episode and stuff like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm just so excited to see how everything works out and where this, you know, show goes. Maybe it won't go anywhere. Maybe it will. Maybe I'm going to have a small audience. That's fucking fine. As long as I'm getting to someone or as long as I get to upload, I am super content. Because if there's one thing about me is that I'm still going to do something, even if I feel like it's not going to work out, I still need to at least try because mama didn't raise a quitter. And we love her for that. We love Miss Sagittarius. She created a cancer who is very emotional, yet very fucking strong. So we love that. We love her. Um, yeah, and that's about it for today. I just kind of wanted to just jump into some things that I want to talk about and, you know, sharing a little bit about myself and how I think. And you guys, I might be a little crazy, but at least I'm honest. (laughs) Wow, guys, I can't believe we're doing this and I cannot, I really am excited to have guests on this podcast. I cannot wait to have those conversations. I know that... Either one, they're going to be so fucking funny, or two, they're going to be so fucking sad, some of us are going to be crying, and that some of us is me. (laughs) So I'm just so excited to be here and to, like, finally upload this episode, even though it's more of, like, a rambling type of night or type of day or whatever you're listening in, or, like, I don't know what time zone some of you guys are going to be listening to this, but you know what, guys? We're international, international gals up in this bitch. So, yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in to Are You Fucking Serious? Because, guys, we are. <laughs> all right, bye. My name is Caesar, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Hey everyone, my name is Caesar. I am your host for Are You Fucking Serious? Because yeah, we kind of are. Alright, so today we're going to be talking all things dating. Like the do's and don'ts about dating. The apps to be using to find dates. Do you even want to date? Are you sick and tired of 21 questions? Do you even get to make it over the talking stage? Everything. We're going to put it all on the plate. All on the table. We're going to dish it all out together. It's starting to sound like dinner. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm just so hungry. No, I'm just joking. Uh, you guys, we're going to be talking about dating and also, should you be dating your friend's ex? Should you even be looking that direction? Should your friend be dating your ex and vice versa and how messy all of that gets? We're going to be talking all those things. I did want to say that In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing an episode about friendships, and we're going to talk all about all those things, but I really, really want to say that friendship and dating kind of go hand in hand because, you know, a lot of successful relationships come out of friendships. You know, they start off as two friends, and then feelings um, evolve, and things happen, but there's always that blurred line, right? We have boundaries and stuff like that, but I did want to say that sometimes they do go hand in hand. So a lot of these boundaries that I'm going to be talking about when it comes to dating, they will apply to friendships as well, because friendships are almost like relationships without the sex and all that stuff, unless that's what kind of friends you
1: guys are, which is called friends with benefits. So yeah, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about as well. Alrighty, guys. So like I said, we're going to be talking about dating. And something that I
0: wanted to talk about is Why is it so boring? I really just wanted to bring that up to discussion because I feel like I've been using apps. You know, I've been using social media. I've been trying the old school, going to a cafe, hoping that someone's gonna look my way and talk to me and we're gonna hit it off and we're gonna run into the sunset or a cliff or whatever and lay the chips fall where they may. But no, it's been very boring, like I said. I really don't know exactly when did we stop. Actually, I do. Time. Time, time, time. We, as human beings, are always trying to adapt to our... our, We, as human beings, are always trying to adapt to our environments. And I feel like right now, it is just so hard to get into dating when we are constantly, constantly changing evolving, and we don't have time we don't have time to get to know people we don't have time to invest energy and time to potential relationships and stuff like that because we never have time we are also living in a world where we are constantly working our asses off that we don't have time to take off to actually get to know someone because when we do have time we want it for ourselves and that is very valid okay that makes complete sense it's valid I'm not saying that we are selfish because, no, we do need to take care of ourselves. But that is our number one enemy when it comes to dating is time because no one really wants to invest whatever shred of time they have
1: into potential relationships or friends or whatever it may be. A lot of you are also tired of 21 questions, and I get it i absolutely get it they get so boring
0: i'm so sick and tired of asking what's your favorite color what's your favorite food what's your favorite place to visit but you know what guys it builds a bridge for us to have an actual conversation or to schedule an actual date like hey do you feel like maybe you want to take this in person you know like maybe you want to meet in person maybe you want to go to a cafe and have drinks or not have, well, I, I guess you could be having drinks cause I'm eating the coffee. Right. But like, maybe you want to go to a bar and actually have drinks and get to know one another. But then again, guys, your date should not be, your first date should not be at a bar. Okay. It is too fucking loud. I'm not going to be able to feel your energy. I'm not going to be able to actually hear you when we're trying to have a conversation because it's going to be bumping fucking hot girl someone by fucking Megan The Stallion and shit like that. So no, no, no. All right. Your first date should be somewhere where you guys can mingle, not the movies, because we all know where that'll lead, okay? So maybe like a cafe or like a restaurant or a nice park with a view or somewhere nice where you can actually have a decent conversation to get to know each other because those first dates will either make it or break it for you. That is how you know what direction to take from there. Do I like this person? Do I see myself dating them again? Do I like their energy?
1: What don't I like about our first date? What's going on? Like I said, time. Time is our biggest enemy when it comes to
0: everything because we never have time to slow down and actually just be in the moment. We never get to really practice mindfulness and that's kind of sad because we're always being told, practice mindfulness and being in the moment and just enjoying all the little things but it is so hard because we live in a we live in a world where everything is run by the whites and money and corruption and all these things so we're constantly trying to work our asses off to have a roof over our head and food on the table so everything else doesn't really matter and when it does matter it's a little too late because somebody else already moved on and you no longer have a space for
1: them. To have a conversation with you anymore or to even invest time with you or in you another reason why nobody ever wants to date or even try dating is because we're all
0: bored whether we all want to admit it or not we are really bored we're bored okay because For, I think it's going to be like three years now. Yeah, like three years. I think it's going to be like three years now that we have been dealing with this pandemic. All All the other things that are like, all these other things that are coming like to the surface, like monkeypox and all these other things that kind of affect us, like our mental health. You know, there's like a lot of mental illness going on. Well, not on, but you know what I mean? Like, people are dealing with, a lot with, like, their mental health issues, and that's just
1: on, like, such a high alert right now. We're going to scratch this. Besides the pandemic, we have so many other things going on. Like,
0: we're starting to hear about monkeypox, and we're starting to hear about other, like, diseases and stuff like that are happening, houses, rent everything is going up inflation is so fucking real we have all of these things that are kind of like fighting against us that we don't really care about dating anymore we don't really care about investing our time and wanting to meet someone because we have to make that money we have to have a place to live we have to be able to have a secure job so we're bored we're bored because all we're doing is working We're working our asses off to have something for ourselves, to at least be alive. And that sucks, and I get it. But then again, like I said, we're going back to the pandemic. We've all been in this pandemic for three years. Things haven't really changed. A lot of us have been doing the same thing. So when it comes to discussion, we really don't know where to start. We really don't know what to talk about because probably what I was doing during the pandemic, the other person was doing
1: and vice versa. So it's boring. A lot of people are also dealing with
0: a lot of their like mental health issues. A lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are dealing with stress and anxiety, and it's kind of hard to avoid and put on the back burner. So it gets, it gets a little hard to start dating because it starts to interrupt your regular lifestyle and Things go dark and, you know, you
1: don't really know what to do anymore. Then the last thing you want to think about is trying to please someone. Another reason why we don't want to date anymore is because a lot of us are just trying to find ourselves.
0: And I don't think until we, like, actually
1: find ourselves we will be able to. And I don't think until we find ourselves, we won't
0: be able to actually fully give ourselves and immerse ourselves into the dating life. We're not going to be able to actually be confident and secure that we can actually provide someone with our time invest time. So I really think that lot of us are still in our journeys and that's fine because there are other people that are are just on their journeys just like we are you know they're going through their stuff they're dealing with their their, are healing amazingly right like they're fucking healing which is pretty fucking awesome we should all be healing from our past traumas and that's another reason that dating kind of sucks because a lot of people are still dealing with their childhood traumas or current traumas. people are still trying to heal but they don't know what direction to take or how to move on and a lot of people are also fresh out of relationships that didn't work out, but they experience a lot of trauma within those relationships. They experience so many negativity from it. So they have all these now new boundaries that they're setting and they have all these walls and, you know, a lot of us don't know how to climb walls, So we're all going to be on the floor just waiting for someone to bulldozer, for someone to knock it down. And if that other person knocks it down, then they kind of have a chance of dating them. So you know what? I'm going to start rock climbing. There you go. (laughs) But like I said, dating is just so chaotic. A lot of us just don't know how to really do it because we have so much shit within our lives that we have to deal with that. We don't really want to have somebody else in the picture until we're
1: at least at the finish mark of being better and getting better and feeling better. now there's another reason why a lot of people don't like dating
0: and i really think that a lot of it has to do with trust and honesty because a lot of people don't really offer that i know what you guys are thinking like Bitch, how the fuck do you know this well i've gone through my fair shares okay i've experienced a lot But a lot of people don't want to be honest during the dating stage. They kind of built this facade that they're this person when they're texting you and you're talking to them over social media and they're sending you, you know, like hard eyes when you post something and just kind of building you up. But when you actually get there, when you actually get on your first date, they're a whole complete different person. They're so different that you don't really know who the hell you were talking to on the phone. You don't know who's been sending you all of these messages on Instagram or like Twitter or something. So a lot of people start to build these characters and I don't know if they just get off of it or like it's like a character type of thing where they're just kind of feeding it and just trying to be someone they're not because they don't want to be themselves. It all comes down to insecurities. But my biggest thing that I will, that I will say my biggest thing that I will say is that We just have to be honest when it comes to dating. And I guess you can say that I was trying to say that a lot of people tend to catfish,
1: but what I'm trying to say actually is not, not physically, but
0: personality wise. I don't know if there's such thing as like catfishing, like who you are, like
1: your personality. I don't know if that's a thing. Is it a thing, or is that, or I'm, am I trying to define borderline personality disorder? Because then I'm just so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. But I've had a couple dates where the person that I was talking to wasn't giving me the same energy that I was getting when I was talking to them over the phone, through text, you know, like on Instagram or on Tinder or Bumble and stuff like that. I wasn't getting any of that energy. They were just very, like, quiet. And I was like, what's going on? Because you were being super freaky in those messages, and you were sending me all of these pictures, and you were doing all of these things, but, like, now you just want to pretend that you're just, like, Miss Goody Two-Shoes or something. So, like, where where is this guy that I've been talking to for, like, a minute? And you know what? They could be saying the same thing about me. They really could be saying the same thing about me, and that's completely fine, but... When I talk to someone, I'm very honest with them. I like to be very clear with my intentions because I just hate being lied to. I hate people that are not honest. And it's just, actually, I don't hate them. I just, I don't like that. I am not a hateful person. I can't hate anyone because there is no reason for me to have any hatred in my heart. But I will say that I just don't like that. I don't like being lied to. I don't like people that are just like dishonest with me because there's no reason to be. I'd rather you be honest and yeah, like maybe you hurt my feelings, but at least you were honest and I can respect you for that.
1: But you lying and hurting my feelings, I can't respect you for that. I can't. Another good reason why, well not a good reason, but another reason
0: why people are not too invested in dating is because they don't want to give their all. And what I mean about this is that a lot of people don't want to invest the time and energy into talking to someone new because they feel like their foot is already out the door. They don't want to get hurt. They don't want to go through a long talking stage just to get nowhere. So why invest time in a place that they don't feel? And I know what you guys are thinking. Well, if you're feeling this way already, then what's the point? Well, everything's a risk. We're always taking risks. Even with friendships, you're taking a risk making a new friend. You don't know if they're going to hurt you. And trust me, I've been hurt by a lot of friends. Oof, (laughs) lots of friends, y'all. And it's not easy. So I can almost imagine being hurt by someone that you feel like you can potentially have feelings for or your feelings are developing and they're just very careless with your heart. And a lot of us, whether we want to admit it, we do wear our hearts on our sleeves. It's almost like a tattoo. And it just, it's so hard. It's very, very hard to be vulnerable with people because you do not want to get hurt. And that is valid and that makes sense. And that's not an insecurity. That's just you protecting your heart. I do that all the time now, even though I always end up with the short end of the stick. So that's fucking stupid and annoying. But I'm just very protective of my heart, but I'm also very vulnerable. I like to be honest with people. I like to express my feelings and how I feel inside of my emotions because that's just who I am. Yes, I am a cancer till the end, but I also am at the cusp, so. But I'm also at the cusp, so. I have Leo tendencies, but I don't lie because I know what they say about Leos. Leos are liars, (laughs) but I don't
1: lie, okay? Like I said, dating is very
0: risky you're risking your heart your feelings everything on the line and for some people it's like whatever right they don't really care about a talking stage or a failing talking stage because it they're not invested they don't really care it doesn't or maybe they just don't really have these feelings the same way that you do and for others it's everything they want to feel love they want to find their true love they're the right person the right guy the right girl the wrong Oof, I was almost going to say the wrong time. (laughs) The right guy at the right time, because I've met a couple of right guys, but they've always been at the wrong time. There's always something that happens. And that's another thing about dating is that it's never the right time, like Chris Brown sings, right? So you just have to make the best out of every situation and make things work, because that's how relationships are built, with work.
1: You have to work for them. You have to invest. All right, so let's talk about where you can find love because you can find it almost everywhere, okay? So
0: you can find it on social media. You can go on Instagram, Twitter. I was gonna say Facebook. Fuck it, let's say Facebook. So you can find on those like social media platforms and a lot of people actually do meet their pieces and their loves and their relationships. They meet all of that and they build all those things because they have their little rendezvous in the background and they're talking and sending each other dms and getting to know one another and they actually go on dates and i always get really excited when i see those tweets about those people like met on twitter like on this year now we're going on five years and like now we have a kid and now we have a house and blah blah blah, blah, blah. that's so cute like that is really really cute like y'all really did that okay i see y'all but god when is it my turn <laughs> when is it my turn <laughs> you can also find love on dating apps like tinder bumble hinge for my Gaze, grinder but that's not really love that's just lust and you are lusting for some dick okay so don't so get twist twisted y'all tinder i've actually met my first boyfriend and things were going very well our talking stage was very like flirtatious very like Fun and I was just so excited because this was my first first for everything for like the talking stage, for the dating stage, for the relationship stage. So I actually really enjoyed it. I think that back then I was kind of just getting the hang of dating, so I didn't really go in with a lot of expectations. I'm fucking lying, I did go in with a lot of expectations, but not in ways of like I expect this person to do this, then a third. I just felt like I wanted. The relationship to be a little bit more romantic which is valid but at the same time I should have voiced those opinions and those thoughts and maybe things would have ended up a lot better or different but yeah this guy was like my first everything and this was pretty cool because I met him to tinder and it was like the first time that I was using tinder and getting to uh, know the app and how to you know swipe left and right meet blah 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 so it was pretty fun and this guy was pretty cool we had our fun but then things started declining i started feeling like he was pulling away he the good morning texts weren't the same anymore the kisses weren't the same anymore we didn't even have any type of PDA, which I was always against because it just, oh, I don't know, it freaked me out, like kissing in public and holding hands in public and stuff like that. But I'm learning, you guys, I'm getting better now that I'm older. But I will say that with this guy, things just declined and I started feeling like something was off. And at this point, I kind of just wanted to break up with him because I didn't feel right. I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel anything. And we were like seven to eight months into our relationship. And just things were just falling apart. We weren't fighting at all, actually. We weren't just, we weren't talking. There you go. We just weren't talking. We were just kind of like, hey, hey, blah, blah, blah. We'll like link up to have sex every week. And yeah, guys, every week I was, like I said, it was my first. And I was like a fucking bunny for that relationship, right? But then... One night when we were having sex, he was actually drinking a lot before and after, and his phone kept going off, and I feel like he forgot to turn off his notifications or his silencer or whatever, or his ringer silencer what the fuck and you guys, I saw like these notifications from Twitter, and it was a bunch of guys just like be like, yo, like you're hop, blah 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 blah." like flirtatious stuff sexual stuff so then I decided that let me just sniff around and I saw like his Twitter handle and I searched him up and I and he was like not even homeboy was pretty stupid he was not even private he was very public this is when I knew that he was a Twitter gay which there's nothing wrong with being a Twitter gay I just felt like in that moment I should have known I should have seen signs because this whole entire time, he was flirting with other guys. Like, the last night that we had sex, which I had uh, asked him, like, I want to have sex. I started seeing everything. I saw that he was talking about going to San Diego for a trip or whatever with his friends, who, by the way, didn't like me, because I have a feeling that that friend that didn't like me was just in love with him. You know, they were both gay. Like, his whole group of friends were gay. And you know how it is in with these LA gays and stuff like that anyways no tea no shade but y'all know yourselves better than I do so take it or leave it but I saw that he was going to go on a trip and I saw that he was like responding to twitter gays about hooking up like I'm going to be at this location y'all should come through blah 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 so then I said you know what I am breaking up with him because he's already cheating on me. But like, even if he hasn't had sex with any of them or hooked up with them, like your the intentions are already there. So I was like, but I want to have my last fuck. Like I want to have the last, I want it to be the last one that I have sex with this guy. So I hit him up. We got a hotel, did our little rendezvous. And you know what? I did what I had to do to get my cup filled up. And then, any guys, I didn't even say I fucking left, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta leave because I work early tomorrow." Blah 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 blah. Left him at the hotel. That same morning, I mean, that next morning when I was supposed to be at work, whatever. I oh, I was at work, but that morning I actually texted him and I broke up with him. I'm just like, "Oh, like this is not working out." Blah 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 blah. And I feel like you feel that too. And he was like, "Yeah, like I wanted to talk to you about it, this and that." He's like, but I want to still be friends. And I was like, totes, we're totes going to be friends. Like, buddies, best friends, whatever, you know. You guys, I blocked him. <laughs> I fucking blocked him. I didn't want to be friends with him. Where the fuck was I going to be friends with someone who was cheating on me? Like, fuck that guy. I see him sometimes on Twitter. And it's just so fucking funny. Because I'm just like, oh, you were the worst boyfriend I've ever had. But you know what? The dick was fun. It was fucking fun. So Tinder's fun <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Tinder is fun, and you can find your experiences there. You can find casual dating. You can find hookups. You can find long-term relationships. Everything's a risk when it comes to that. When it comes to that, I will say that Hinge is a lot for those who want to be in like very long-term relationships. You know, actually seeking those types of relationships. But that's also a lie because i've met so many fuckboys through hinge it's fucking ridiculous that i always thought that this app was going to be like for people that are serious about dating and wanted to be in relationships but no it was just another bullshitted app and i met my second boyfriend through there he was
1: an interesting character very interesting um He wanted to he was an interesting character
0: because he was like trying to already be in a relationship he wanted to get married he wants to do all these things already so he was really on it and the first night that we had our date which i thought it was just two friends getting to know each other or whatever no but it was a date he kind of like let it all out, like kissing and grabbing parts and all these things. And I was like, whoa, what are you doing, mister? This is like very like public and I am not about to be registered as a sex offender. So please stop touching me and doing all these things. It was giving very Christian Gray because we were on an elevator and like he pushed me to the wall and just started like forcing forcing his lips all over me and stuff like that. And I just felt so out of touch and out of place that I was just like, is this really fucking happening? and it really was so I kind of just like how to deal with it and he walked me to my car and tried doing that all over again and I was like I have to go like my friends are waiting for me blah 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 and, like I was trying to make up all these excuses to leave I started seeing him even though my first red flag should have been like the whole touching me with my without my consent and stuff like that but I started seeing him, and he started becoming a little bit more interesting. And the way that he talked to me was just very, like, suave and, like, so, like, oof. There's a lot, a lot of things I can say, but I'm not. <laughs> but he was nice, and at times very sweet. But I feel like he was rushing this dating that literally, like, the second date he asked me to be his boyfriend. And it was just a lot for me we dated for like five months and i had to end it and i ended it right when the pandemic hit so i'm like okay it's perfect uh, he'll understand because i really can't see him because we're dealing with this pandemic we don't know how it works blah, blah 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 cool when i broke up with him i kind of offered to be friends because i actually did like him you know but he gave me like the most immature response And like that triggered me from my ex and this is what i'm telling guys y'all need to heal first (laughs) before you enter something new but i feel triggered so i did what i do best and that is blocking people i block people that just are not good for me and to me that's valid a lot of people were like okay that's very immature no if i have to block you it's because you are really doing too much towards me that it's affecting me and no one should ever have that type of power so what do i do
1: Maniculas manos, and you're blocked so hinge is kind of like whatever if you really want to have a serious relationship you just
0: really really need to know where to look bumble's fun bumble's a fun app because you can kind of if it doesn't work as a romantic side you best believe they have best friends on bumble so you can make friends so they have bumble has like these three things which is like i think it's like dating bffs and networking i never use networking because what the fuck am i doing i should now though (laughs) i should now but like i said bumble is pretty fun i've actually met a couple of cool guys that i dated um nothing things never went more than just like a couple of dates and it just became friends and stuff like that. Or just, we stopped talking, but we still have each other on social media. So they're there. I did meet a lot of friends through Bumble though. I like on the BFF side and they've been pretty cool. And like I said, sometimes, uh, these friendships could develop into relationships depending if the chemistry is there, but I haven't really met someone where like I built this friendship and, I'm feeling all these feelings for them, all this chemistry. So yeah, they're gonna say friends. <laughs> they're gonna say friends. Grinder. Oh my god, you guys. Grinder is actually fucking hilarious, okay? So I've used grinder a few times, you know, because I had a lot of free time between between winter break and then starting my grad program so I was like you know what like I want to have fun and even before that I was actually using Grindr just to meet people and you know small little hookups I never went fully there because I'm very disprotective of myself but I was trying new things I was trying new things so during uh winter break entering spring break I was trying to get out of my comfort zone so I started you know getting on Grindr and talking to all these guys and I met a couple of, I met up with a couple of guys that not all at the same time, <laughs> not all at the same time, but like, I've met different guys, had my little rendezvous with them, nothing too crazy. But then I met this guy and, you know, we had sex. We had a little accident and I started panicking because, well, we were getting cleaned up and putting our clothes on. Something was very off. My gut was telling me that something is wrong. So I asked him. I was like, hey, like, I don't remember your status, and I don't want to just open grinder right now and just be awkward about it, but what was your status? And then he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, excuse me? What do you mean what I mean? Like, you know, like, are you, like, HIV negative, positive, STD's free, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I was like, what does that mean? Because I'm not just going to go on word of mouth. And then he was like, I'm fine. I get tested, like, every three months. And this, that, and a third. So, like, you're good. Trust me. Bitch, I don't fucking trust no one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I Thought on my feet, and I'm actually very thankful that I'm this type of person that, like, yeah, sometimes I overreact or overanalyze things, but it has saved me from so many crazy situations, like this one. I ended up going to the hospital, ended up having an infection, a fucking UTI, guys, and that UTI was, like, reaching my kidneys, and oof, I was in pain, I was taking antibiotics, for 10 days I would say t- I was taking like four antibiotics a day on top of that because I was within my three window period of possible exposure I was also taking pep which I can't think of the actual clinical term for it but I'm just gonna say pep google it guys pep um I was I took pep I took that for 30 days and when I tell you guys that I was so fucking depressed from all the medication that I was taking I was just think about it this way guys for 10 days I was taking seven medications and then after those 10 days I was just taking three but those combinations of medication really affected me mentally and physically my body was in shambles like I was really going through it my body would hurt I would always be nauseous I had lost 20 pounds because I was unable to like eat anything because I was always so nauseous. My stomach was just always so like queasy and stuff like that. I also was getting so many like migraines. I was getting cold sweats. I was getting all these symptoms. And because of all these symptoms that I was getting from the medication, I started feeling like, oh my God, what if I'm sick? What if I have something like long-term? I couldn't even say the word like HIV. I couldn't even say like any STDs. I couldn't even say the word positive. I was just so fucking scared. And this guys, even though the medication was only for 30 days, This was going on for three fucking months. For three fucking months, I was getting tested regularly. And when I mean regularly, every other fucking day. I was in and out of these clinics, getting blood drawn, getting tested because I was not believing any of my tests. My guilt was just like so off. I felt so stupid. I felt so miserable and horrible and so depressed and stressed out and anxious. Everything in between. I was feeling everything. I was so upset with myself because I was like, I can't believe I was so like horny enough, stupid enough to put myself in a situation like that where I could potentially risk my health and stuff like that. And I was really going through it. I remember crying every single night. I remember texting one of my friends who happens to be gay and telling him about my situation every single day. I know he was probably like bugged as hell, but I am very thankful that he was there for me because I went to the hospital to get this Emergency medication, and I was in the ER for almost 10 to 12 hours all by myself, heart racing, mind going 1,000 miles per hour. I was by myself, and for three months, I felt so alone. I felt like I really couldn't talk about it with anybody. I couldn't even tell my parents. I just felt so shameful and so miserable and so sad. I was going through so, so much that I had to get back on therapy. I had to start seeing someone about this situation because it was really affecting my work and my mental health and everything else that I was dealing with. So it's scary. It's really scary, guys. Like, if you're going to be on Grindr, like, cool, awesome. Like, it's a fun app. But just be very cautious, very careful. See the red flags. Wear condoms. Get on prep if you can, you know, which should be pretty easy if you talk to your health provider and stuff like that. Do what you got to do to protect yourself. Grinder is fun. I know sex is so much fun. I love sex. I love having sex. I love, even when I'm not having it with anybody, you know, like I really just enjoy it. But you have to be very careful. You have to be very selective with who you're going to do it with. Like actually know them, know who you're dealing with before you open your legs wide open and before you know, grab your legs and open them wide open before, you know, you lay down with him in bed or in the car or in the woods if you're cruising. I don't fucking know. But just be safe. Like I said, grinder is fun. To an extent. <laughs> All right, so the do's and don'ts of friendships.
1: No, wait. All right, so the do's and don'ts about dating. This, guys. This, this, this. Do not,
0: do not go after a friend's ex. I don't care if they were talking for one day. I don't care if they were talking for a year. I don't care if things just didn't work on both ends and they just, no, do not talk to a friend's ex. Do not try to hook up with them. Do not be sneaking about it. Do not be sneaky about it because you will get caught. All right. We're all FBI's at the end of the day. Okay. So you will get your ass caught and you will get your ass beat. Again, do not go after a friend's X, do not talk to them, do not try to like socialize with them, do not flirt with them, nada, zero, nothing, okay, because you're really out here trying to risk a friendship, something that you've been establishing for such a long time for fucking dick, for fucking pussy, like that just makes you such a less person, that makes
1: you nothing, at least in my book, you're nothing. It's horrible to find out that someone went behind your back, especially a friend or someone that you really thought was a friend and started
0: messing around with your ex. It's a horrible feeling. They It kind of tells me that like, Hey, they were probably plotting. They were probably waiting for, for us to break up so they can get with them. Or, Hey, like I can't trust this person because they would do me this dirty and not care on how I would feel. They wouldn't care about how I would feel. So do not mess with an ex or a potential ex or a potential Someone or a piece or whatever—that's not your place. If you think that's your fucking place, then you know what? Talk to your friend and that friendship. So you can go do the nasty. You can be a dirty bitch somewhere else. But do not mess with exes. Do not mess with people who, with your with people who are messing with your friend. Don't do it, because you will get slapped, bitch. You will get your teeth knocked out. And I know a lot of you are probably like, "Well, why don't you go over the guy?" whatever we had ended, and I don't have loyalty to them, I had, I have loyalty to the friend and vice versa. So if they're ready to betray me like that, they're ready to catch these hands. Yes, ma'am. You will get your ass beat. <laughs> so do not do that. Okay. When it comes to dating, do not try to date a friend's ex. It's just, that's just off limits. And if you don't know, now you know, bitch, because you heard it here. Now you know. Something that you should do during dating is just be honest. It all comes down to honesty. If you're not feeling the guy anymore or the girl during the talking stage, just let them know. Because I know a lot of people are just so used to ghosting. And I get it. And like, we don't know anything. We don't owe a conversation. We don't owe nothing to anyone. They don't hold that type of power over us and vice versa. But ghosting sucks. Okay. Ghosting is just boo bitch ghosting. It sucks. It makes the other person feel like I thought we were building something. I thought things were going so well. So what happened? What happened is that they didn't care. Or you know what? Sometimes life happens because I've done ghosting before, but I was dealing with a lot. I was in a very traumatic situation. And I felt like, you know what, like, I don't want to do this. Now I know that I could have told the person that, hey, I don't want to continue this talking stage or this dating stage anymore because I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. But in the moment, I wasn't thinking. So I take full accountability for that and responsibility. But a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, they ghost you, they block you, and you never hear from them. And you're just kind of wondering, like, well, what the fuck did I do? And now you're, like, second-guessing yourself when you're trying to meet new potential dates. So honesty is such a huge key. And it's, you know, if you're not feeling it, that's fine. Let them know. They can move on. You'll move on. It's not hard to move on. We weren't something yet. We were building to go somewhere, to be something at some point. But we weren't anything yet.
1: It's all about honesty. If you can do it, great. And if you can't, then maybe you shouldn't be dating. Dating is just so interesting. It's just, there's so many factors
0: that come into play with it. So many things that can happen. But at the end of the day, we're all taking risks because why we are all doing this for one common thing, and that is to find love and to be
1: loved and to feel it. We all want to feel a part of something. We all want
0: someone to be there when we're laying in bed, someone to cuddle with, someone that we get to call in the middle of the night when we're going through tough times. Someone to be like, hey, are you up for dinner? Or can I cook you some dinner? We all want love. We all want to feel that beautiful feeling of being partnered with someone and sharing all these experiences and having someone to call like bae or like just to call them to say I love you. We all want that one common thing and that's love so i hope
1: you all find it i hope hearing
0: this made you guys feel (laughs) some type of way about dating and kind of i don't know turning on a light bulb when it comes to dating or i don't know maybe i just entertain you guys but i really do hope that a lot of you and all of you find love and if you're already in love and you're dating then, I hope that it lasts forever and that things always go your way or their way, but you guys always come together because that's what love does. I hope you guys all get to experience that. You get to experience relationships. Everything that comes of it. All the work that you need to do.
1: Because that's, that's literally what dating is all about. Doing the work. With that being said, With that being said, guys, I hope you guys really enjoyed this
0: episode. It's episode three. We are moving super fucking quick, you guys. And I am hoping to have my guest speakers come on soon. I'm really hoping for that. Thank you all for tuning in. Like I said, my name is Caesar, and I am your host for Are You Fucking Serious?
1: Because yeah, I kind of am. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.